<laughs> uh, Brian Cato, welcome to Truth and Share. Another segment today we have uh, Dan Plaskis, the CEO, S&P Data. We also have one of our uh, best leaders in the organization. His name is Muhyiddin. Dean. I'll let him introduce himself and tell you a little bit about his story. Yeah, we're going to cover a few topics today. We're going to talk a little bit about something that's near and dear to us as an organization and to our clients. It's called MPS or Net Promoter Score. Why it's necessary and why it's so important that uh, that uh, you measure, you know, MPS and how it helps an organization understand their customers. And we're also going to talk a little bit about you know growth and career building within our company, S&P Data. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, I will turn this over to Dan. Yeah, great. And and we can go from there. So obviously, we're going to cover off Net Promoter Score. Uh, it, it's an incredibly important index for many companies, and uh, we've invited Muya Din because he is really uh, an expert. But more than that, uh, I want to talk about you know your emergence in the organization and. Uh, Obviously, Brian and I just had a leadership session. Brian's done a great job to cultivate you, but uh, you know, yesterday David accused me of being someone that recognizes talent. And uh, <laughs> as you know, in a company that has a couple thousand people, I saw your talent, whether it was through social media. I'm a huge believer that people that are on social media have a passion for other people, and um, it gives me a good opportunity to really read the mind of the person. And uh, then you and I passed each other in the halls, we have an equal interest in fashion, so. right? We start to talk. What's really been interesting, and then you had the, you know, you had the wherewithal to follow me um, home one night and walk and tell me how we can improve the organization. And I said, anyone that has that kind of passion. And then I did a little homework and found that the program, everyone has turnover problems, not just in our industry, but the demand for labor far exceeds the supply up until COVID-19. And uh, I did some homework on a program that you were running for a couple of years. Yes, sir. And I uh, found out that he had zero turnover. So I checked again. And um, <laughs> couldn't believe my eyes. Couldn't believe my eyes. So I knew that you were someone special and you are both a friend to me. Um, we enjoy talking, but you have made an incredible impression. So the first thing is that, um, you know, I want to talk, you, you're on an ascension of growth in the company. And so I think that I want to talk about Brian's to talk about that, but Brian has picked you out and um, promoted you. And I think with good reason, you know, uh, and then I think we should talk about Nepromorsker because I think a lot of people want to know some of your tricks of the trade, and I think it's really important. Of course. So, uh, Brian. Yeah, you know, zero turnovers. Few places in the world where zero is actually a good thing. <laughs> this, is one, this is one of those ways of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, we talk about net promoter score. What does that mean to you? Like, what, what does net promoter score mean to you? Okay, no problem at all. Definitely explain that. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mohidin Dolaga. I've been in the S&P data industry right now for about four years, started in 2016. Yeah. And within that time, have navigated through a plethora of positions in the company. So that will, number one was a good warm welcome to say, hey, you can do well here. There's an opening here. There's a chance for you here. There's a chance for you there. I was a verification officer before. 
I was floor support, I've been an associate, I've been a subject matter expert, which is an SME, I've been a team leader, junior team leader, leader senior team leader, we've done most of all of them, and right now I proudly hold NPS coach. He's our assassin today. <laughs> I, 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 so I, I want to tell you that, guys, the, the contact center is a mosaic of people, right? Right, And, um, you know, there's something called EQ. You have a ton of EQ, emotional intelligence. Um, Brian has eyes in the back of his head. There's things you can't teach. Well, so does this gentleman. And I remember sitting down with him. I said, "How you know, tell me about NPS. How, how come you've taken something and brought our company to first place? How do you do that? Uh, I mean, what are you doing? So I, you know, I, I think it's really, if I were to, we're trying to benefit others, talk about your approach, give an example. So you pick an outlier, um, they may be a different nationality. Give me some examples, because it, it, it's amusing, but it's so brilliant. Of course, that, certainly. So NPS for us, what it translates is what is the chances that somebody would recommend your services? Now, first and foremost, we have to ask ourselves, a lot of people think of NPS coming in from the enterprise or the company we work for. What does somebody think about you? That has to start first. It's a personal relation. It's something very personal on how somebody feels. It's a feeling. NPS is a total 100% feeling of how somebody connected with you, was able to understand you, enjoyed time with you. So that's where you need to focus on. So it's like giving your own personal MPS score exactly. to yourself. Yeah. So a lot of people actually, many people never give themselves their own MPS score. Right. Because right. all of us believe that we're perfect, and we are. All of you watching this right now, you're perfect at something. But how does somebody perceive it? How are you sending that message? I can tell you right now, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Same word. Two different ways to represent. Right. Now, he gave me the same energy. He gave me the same energy. It was an affirmative greeting, good morning, and he gave me a firm affirmative, good morning. Yeah. We can continue with that and you can change it. Beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So with that is when we want, you now start learning on how NPS does really govern what you do. And truthfully, it's basis of everybody just being happy. Where we are, we want our customers to fully be satisfied. Yeah. If I call and I have an issue, and somebody's not hearing me, obviously I'm gonna be dissatisfied. I'll be disgruntled. I'll be requesting managers. You know, it'll just be a whole situation that doesn't need to be there. Or because I feel somebody's not listening. And sometimes some people are listening, but they're not hearing. They're not really hearing the message behind and right. somebody can tell you, you know what, um, I broke my leg, I'm in so much pain, oh, I'm very sorry, do, do, do you want you want me to hold your arm? That won't work. Now, Dan mentioned something, we talked about this a while back, and I was coaching someone and it wasn't really resonating to them as much, so we had to go back to the basics. Now, just in case you couldn't tell from the accent or anything, I'm, I'm from Africa, from Tanzania. <laughs> Now, we are from different walks of life, different places. But and you are a Raptor fan. Forever Raptors fan. Okay. <laughs> no, matter, no matter what, okay? That was we should have won this year, too. Yeah. We'll be back next year. Yeah. We have to do somebody else. I want to make sure. Absolutely. So now, you wonder. I had a conversation and I told the associate, let me ask you something. Are you hungry right now? 
Oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay, okay, cool. That's very good. Um, so I have a gift for you, right? You can have all you can eat beef today. The part that I didn't tell you is that my associate is Hindu. Now, that could be very offensive. Yes. And you could end up turning everything upside down you've been working on. And when I said beef, I was watching the look on their face. Because they do like me as a person, they hesitated and said, yes. I'm like, okay, so can we go now? No, I don't eat beef. But thank you for lunch. Well, I appreciate it. But can we go eat the beef? Yes. No. Why? Oh, I, 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 I don't eat beef. It's not part of my religion. Okay. So now we brought it back to what they do on a daily basis, which is very important. It has to come back to how it translates to your work. How do you think your customer would feel if they're calling you missing out on something when it comes to our service and you're telling them about something else? Right. How did you feel when I offered you beef before I found out you were Hindu? Right. It could be offensive. Would you recommend me a 10? No. How much would you give me? I'll still give you a five, and they said they'll give me a five because I'm nice. Right, that's important. But now, the most important thing about NPS really is since it's a feeling, we need to make sure that we fully involve our customers. This is the most important part where it really is their game. It's all about them. On our part, it's just to listen and navigate and remember. It's how you treat someone. It's really how you represent yourself and how you treat someone. Isn't it critical to be... You know, and we really try and drive this home. It's critical to be yourself. We get caught up in terminologies like discovery and yes. opening and all this stuff, right? But a true MPS organization, that's just cultural. Yes. Right? You train it that way. Yes. You train, just have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, all you're trying to do is resolve an issue for a customer. And if you want to resolve an issue, you really got to understand what they're feeling, how they're feeling. And what they You've got to acknowledge and then what the issue is. Exactly. exactly. And then you got to go into that. And, and I think, you know, or organizations that do very well on NPS, it really comes through in their culture. And, and it, you, can, you can see it, you listen to Muya D. It's, there's no uh, mystery as to why, you know, I sort of point them in uh, the area where we have individuals who need help on their FBRs, yeah, on their outliers, and he can go in and, and, and teach it. And the thing about it is he's not teaching them a new skill. He's just asking them to be themselves and just listen to the customer and have the conversation. And that's what it's about. So, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're absolutely right, and I'm glad you mentioned it that way because really where so we what, Well, what is... Sorry to interrupt, but yes. I've had this dialogue. So what do you think the realization is when you point out you send a message with the lunch. You clearly knew that they weren't going to eat your eat beef in exactly. that case. And I know that you know what's amazing about you being a person of international is you basically know that that for each nationality, you've we've had the discussion. So, but what do you think the key takeaway is there? The key takeaway is what's the message? The message is basically that your customer is looking for something specific. Now we are the ones who have it. A lot of people forget that we really have everything to offer them, but they do not need everything. They need one thing in specific, and that's the reason they call. So it is our part to find out what is it that they need and offer that. I can't get... Fix it. I want to... Some people... I'll give you an example. 
We won't go into too deep, but somebody wants to get a new phone, and we're telling them you could call, you could save money on calling Mexico, just because it's there. Right. Okay. Um, do they go to Mexico? Do they have family in Mexico? Do they vacation in Mexico? Do they? Okay. Maybe if they were in Southern California, they would be driving there. But wait, they're in Michigan. So at that point in time, you're losing interest in the customer. Right. So gauge it. If they're in Michigan, who's close to Michigan? Ah, the good up north, Canada. So ask them, do they call Canada? Because usually those things will come together. But what happens if you didn't have that knowledge? Hmm? What happens if you're taking a call in San Antonio, Texas, mm -hmm. or Albuquerque, New Mexico, which you could be doing in our company, right. and the person's from Michigan, how do you have the local geography? So. Good question. Do you teach them to do something that they're, how do they relate to the person? So relating to somebody really is as simple with, hello, how are you? How can I help you? It involves just basic questions. And, and understand why they call. Don't exactly. go somewhere else. Don't exactly. go somewhere else. Yeah. All of us, yeah. all of us from a young age were taught from the beginning that, hey, number one, you greet because it's polite and it's good manners, and then you ask. And sometimes you have to, there's one more, I didn't tell you this one here. All of us here know MPS, and we've known it from the beginning. And all of us here practice MPS, and I'll tell you how. You're the head of your family. Yeah. You're the head of your family. Yeah. How many times do you de-escalate? You have two athletes. <laughs> you have three. How many times do you de-escalate? You, de you have de-escalated your are, whole life. Are you asking me this? And my wife might say that. <laughs> right? I, I de-escalate, actually, I de-escalate often enough. But I de-escalate at work. Exactly. You de-escalate all the time. So that's his point. So yeah. go ahead. So your point is that we, we're good at home. So we have to... It's really funny you say that, but an analogy I always talk about is I'm the chief technology officer at my home. When something's not working, like the IT, mm -hmm. I unplug the, the modem. Right. If, and hope for 30 seconds, sometimes two minutes, I unplug the, the gateway. Mm -hmm. And if at the end of the day it doesn't work, I call the company. Exactly. That's right. But at least you tried your part to de-escalate right there because he's the chief technological officer of his house. Right. So we have to remind our associates on the smaller things. Do you remember when you had a bad day from school? Who did you run to? My parents. What did they do? Well, I was very upset. What did they do? They asked me what was wrong. Okay, and then what did they do after? Well, they just listened to everything. How did you feel after? I felt great and I felt good. Okay, did you do that for your customer? Maybe I should do it next time. Kids are, even a kids are a little smarter because they're going to call the parent mm -hmm. in which they're going to get the best customers. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. They're going to call the parent where it's going to give them the answer they want. That's exactly. that's been going on for generations. For generations, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's still done on a daily basis. So yeah. all happens those, in my house all the time. All those yeah. little things, you have to take somebody to the basics because really our aim is to give clarity. And if we're going to give clarity to our customers, we need to give clarity to our associates who will be giving more clarity. Yeah. So making sure that we get them to the basics, and once they get to the basics, the meat on potatoes are always there. And there are times where we can solve any, everything, and there are times, you know, that's how the meatball bounces. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. So if they can't, we are there. 
we'll take it. Give it to us, we'll handle it, and then let's make sure the customer has a better experience. But most importantly, it really just has to go back to the basics of listening and understanding what is it that somebody is, what message are they portraying that day, and if you were them, how would you feel? Can you walk a mile in a person's shoes? Yeah. Would you like if somebody gave you a dry greeting, or would you want somebody to be happy? I want somebody to be happy. Okay, so... Start. You know what's interesting for me, and, and then I think we're going to wrap this up, but something that really diffuses me when I'm on a call, you know how you go into long old times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, we've all been disconnected, right? right? I mean, that just infuriates you, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're in a mobile phone, you go to a bad area, it can happen in your middle of conversation. I've always felt, Brian, I've told you this, for me, diffusing is, you know, when someone says to me, hello, Mr. Flashkiss, they don't call me Mr. Dan. Mm-hmm. Like they do often offshore, I actually get offended. I don't like it. Um, and then, by the way, I usually like, I, I don't care because I'm not formal when they say, do you mind if I call you, Dan? They ask for permission. It's a great way to do a call. But of course. At, the end, at the end of the day, I love when someone says to me after I've been on hold, if we get disconnected, how do I best reach you? Is this phone number the best way? I say yes. And it diffuses me and makes me feel better. Yes. That means somebody is simply paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's so simple, right? Concerned. It's not a production. You're, you know, I'm going to get through the call, yeah, and I'm going to relax. It's really a psychological. And anyhow, what just I before have, we wrap, can I just yeah. say one thing though? Yeah, please do. NPS really important for companies for your own personal measurement. The end goal is not client satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It's client loyalty. Yes. Big difference. Yes. Satisfaction is very fleeting. It's here today, can be gone tomorrow. Exactly. A loyal customer is one that will stick with you through thick and thin. And tell his friends about and the experience. And tell his friends about the experience. Exactly. A wow experience. That's right. So the goal is client loyalty. I often hear people refer with MPS as client satisfaction. It's not that. Mm. That's not what so I'm trying to What do. I think he does, though, is on a completely different level. NPS is what the client wants from us, and that's how we're judged but he actually takes it to EPS. The employee, the employees, you start with the employee. He is the, the, the he, if you will, he is the um, pillar that will hold up the customers. And it's there in deciding and getting them inner self, the employee satisfaction maximization that will give you the NPS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyhow, I want to thank you both. Um, you know, obviously, Brian, your leadership comes through all the time. But you're also an incredible leader. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. And uh, I wanted to say, you know, I want to wrap up another thing. Remember um, that the truth shall always set you free, right? And, uh, <laughs> and I hope this session has served the cause, which is everything you always want to know about NPS, mm-hmm. but we're afraid to ask. And I think that we should do another segment at yeah, some absolutely. point. And, uh, and um, you know, what I'd like you to do is something you did for me earlier is to bring on some of your the people you work with. and. We'd have an open dialogue. They love to come to work and they love to talk to you. They love to work for you. That's something that's really important. So thank you, Median. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much for having us today. Thank you for all those listening out there.